This is Floor Radio. This is the final part of a three-part series with John McDivitt looking at the economy. Let me ask you about the manufacturing sector, John. It's slowing. It was plugging along not so long ago. It's not doing that now. I don't expect that things are going to are going to look up there anytime soon, are they? No, they are they are not. And there's it's a good thing you brought this question up because there's um, a new sheriff in town, and that is the uh, Institute for Supply Management. And uh, this organization came to prominence when we had that government shutdown uh, maybe five or ten years ago. And this organization used to call the Purchasing Managers Association. Uh, when they these are beginning to have a larger and larger voice, um, usually this statistics they measure activity, sentiment of business people, and the latest survey uh, fell uh, about uh, two percentage points, which is big, which is really quite big. And it's affected the headline, the lead story in papers in the papers were manufacturing sector is in trouble. Uh, they're in they're in decline, and all of these things have surfaced immediately after that survey went out. Business people began to look at it, began to look at the um, at the problems that we uh, face. Consumer, it affected consumer confidence um, so much. Uh, un- unbelievable uh, drop in uh, consumer sentiment. Matter of fact, it was about eight percentage points uh, that uh, the consumers felt. Um, ISM, the Institute of uh, Supply Management, came out on the Monday, the 3rd of December, and by December 7th, it was already showing up in um, in consumer forecasts. So you can see how big that this manufacturing sector is, that it touches business, it, can, uh, it touches consumer confidence, it touches the GDP. There probably is a sector in society that isn't touched. And yes, the manufacturing is uh, quite uh, uh, quite weak. Uh, some people call it a uh, a managing uh, a uh, what they call it a manufacturing disaster. <laughs> and again, here's a two percentage two percentage point uh, drop. Um, and as I said earlier at the start of the show, uh, people just the forecasters just hate hate being uh, being wrong. So we have a uh, we have a picture of relatively slow growth in the uh, in the manufacturing sector but growth this year will come in at a little over three percent where the GDP is only expected to grow by two so this is the manufacturing sector is still alive and kicking and I'd like to look at a report uh, also from the uh, from the Department of Commerce called the U.S. Census Bureau, and they had recently came out with their report report on manufacturer shipments. 
And if you take a look at year-to-date, 2012 versus 2011 year-to-date, we have all manufacturing industries were up 4.6%. Now, in my estimate, that is a very good number given, uh, given today's uh, uh, turn, of, uh, turn of things. I, I'm actually quite pleased, uh, excited for the people uh, that uh, work in the primary uh, metals industry. Uh, their business is up by uh, in uh, low double digits. Aluminum uh, industry uh, and iron are both up by double digits. We've got uh, industrial machinery up double digits. So there isn't a place where you can look in the manufacturing sector, heavy manufacturing, that isn't uh, that isn't showing a uh, a fairly uh, a fairly good growth in during these uh, during these times. I gotcha, John. Let me ask you about housing. That may be the one lone bright spot on the scene here. How much uh, have we seen it improved? How much better do you think things are going to get? Again, um, the fiscal cliff isn't going to be a real boon, I don't suspect, for the housing industry either. No, but as we said on this program uh, several months ago, that the housing sector uh, was going to be uh, was recovering and was going to be uh, performing uh, performing uh, quite well. Um, as far as new home uh, construction is concerned, in 2013, we're going to see nearly a million homes, housing starts, uh, and that's a long time since we've been able to, uh, to have a million housing starts on an annual uh, basis. But there are some fundamentals uh, that, are going to be, uh, that are going to be driving this. The National Association of Home Builders uh, reported a, uh, an improvement in their uh, sentiment. But what's going to happen is this. Uh, homes are becoming more affordable. Uh, mortgage interest rates are going to be, uh, are going to be quite uh, low for uh, quite a long time. And, of course, there's, there's one statistic that we hardly ever talk about, and that is the number of household formations at the peak of uh, 2004 to 2006. At the peak, uh, there were about 1.5 million, uh, uh, 1.5 million people uh, forming households. Uh, during the period of uh, the first nine months of 2012 is enough to propel uh, the estimate of nearly one million units uh, uh, next year. And now household formation in 2013 uh, will be uh, running around 1.2 million. So we, we have seen a substantial pickup in household formation, which is forming the basis for, uh, for housing, uh, for housing uh, start. So again, foreclosures are coming down. Uh, by, um, banks certainly are becoming more accommodating 
uh, with their uh, with their loans, and there seems to be a willingness to not foreclose, but to deal with the uh, borrower whose home is underwater. So as long as you're in, it seems now the um, the fact that if you're in an ocean state like uh, like Georgia and Florida up the east and west coast, or you are in an oil well producing area uh, such as uh, the Dakotas, uh, you could be resting assured that uh, your property is going to be rising faster than anyone uh, than anyone else's uh, property. So those that is certainly the new the new thinking uh, the new thinking taking place, and um, it's just beginning to uh, get better. So all I can see is, despite all we've talked and spoken of, uh, and the last index that's so important is the uh, there's an organization by the name of Core Logic uh, that has uh, come out with some very very impressive impressive uh, numbers. And the, the, the increase in home prices, that is the probably the most important index at all. And housing prices uh, year over year is up by about 6%, a little more, about 6 and a quarter percent is up. So all the signs are there for housing to, uh, to continue uh, to show a, uh, a very good performance. I As a matter see. of fact, uh, again, the multiplier effect is uh, quite large. The new study uh, came out and said that for every new home that is built, it you put together the appliances and landscaping and all together, it's about eight thousand dollars per uh, per home, and that's why um, when you're doing with furniture, fixtures, appliances, which were floor covering, would be in there. That's part of that uh, part of that eight thousand dollars, and just the proof of this, the proof of it all, is that since the uh, uh, since the first of the year, uh, Home Depot stock is climbed uh, by about fifty percent, and um, Lowe's has climbed forty percent, and of course, if you see a pattern developing here, it's these auxiliary and other factors uh, like home improvement, like um, uh, renovation, all of this feeds into this one number and that's uh, housing and uh, that in turn feeds into the fact that uh, real estate prices are beginning to uh, show uh, an improvement and again they're up about 6% from last year. So I think housing, as we had said before, um, is uh, is good. Yeah. I will say one thing. Um, the rhetoric is one thing. The actual number of homes being built today, and everyone is so excited about it, I'll remind our listeners that the whole level today, single-family housing starts are at the same level they were in uh, the recession of the 80s, and they're at the same level that they were recession of the 60s. So again, we can talk about um, all these good things, but we have to 
we have to realize uh, that we're still at the bottom. We're still at the bottom. And uh, we expect and uh, uh, know that we're going to see uh, that we're going to see the improvement. John, uh, talking about the growth and the expected housing growth you were talking about, could we say if the fiscal cliff, op the fiscal cliff option takes place, all bets are off? No, I don't think so, because it has a firm start. Despite the decline in uh, consumer confidence, despite the fiscal cliff, um, the people are still, still having... Um, having a place to go. The house with a white picket fence is still uppermost in uh, in people's minds. I remember many years ago the Carpet and Rug Institute there in Dalton had a uh, had a um, a line that went, Home is where the heart is and I don't think that has changed in twenty or thirty years since that uh, that uh, theme came out. I've gotcha. John, let me ask you about the Fed. You had said earlier you didn't think they were going to take any action to, to boost the economy, no more quantitative easing. Is that the way you see it? Pretty much so, because the billions of dollars that have been poured into QE1 and QE2 uh, produced virtually nothing. So to do that again and expect a different uh, result, um, you might take that money and just on keeping uh, on buying these mortgages at forty billion dollars a month seems to have more kick than uh, another quantitative easing. I got you, John. Just in closing, let me ask you if you would to share your forecast with us again. Okay, for uh, for this year, we're looking at uh, growth of uh, roughly two percent uh, next year. Are in 2013, uh, we see a growth of uh, a little above one percent. If I was really pushed, I'd say maybe one and a quarter percent growth for uh, for next year. And then to 2014, uh, we're back on track with a uh, modest growth of uh, of two percent. The thing that's different about 2012 and 2013 for the housing sector is that there'll be about uh, 750,000 homes built this year and next year because the change in the demographics and uh, um, banks being a little more liberal on uh, lending, we're going to see close to 1 million uh, housing starts uh, next year. So we're very optimistic. The only problem, the only problem that exists is that consumer spending is only going to be a little above 1% uh, next year. And unfortunately, in 2014, it's going to be about the same as 1%. And consumer spending, as you know, and as our audience knows, is about uh, two, over two-thirds of our gross domestic product. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha. again, the new normal is here. A little over 1% growth in uh, personal consumption, consumer spending, for next year and for 2014. Well, John, it's just good that we can extract some positive news in the form of this housing news. So at least there's some good news in this whole conversation. Yes, sir. There, uh, there, certainly, uh, there certainly is. Well, John, it's always great uh, having you on, and I wish we had some 
better news across the board. But nonetheless, it's great having you on, and I look forward to talking with you in about 30 days. And uh, I suspect uh, at that time we'll have a better grip on what it is they're going to be doing uh, in Washington. Yes, because if pessimism persists in a month like we have it today, I'm afraid we're in real trouble. Well. But let's, uh, let's, hope for the, uh, let's hope for the best in uh, 30 days from now. I got you. John, it's always a pleasure. Thanks very much for uh, spending some time with us today. Thank you. Yes, sir. We've been talking with John McDivitt, former 3M corporate economist, a regular on this program, and you're listening to Floor Radio.